Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And we're I Beat It First. Yay! Yay! Ooh, that was a good loud one. Damn. I don't know if that was just me or what. <laughs> I'm drinking liquor, so I didn't, I didn't crack. I just rattled my... I have a little around. bit of my liquor left, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Yep. Um, I need to finish that because I have great beers to drink. This one's pretty good. It's another Belching Beaver. It, they did another Deftones one. Yeah, that one's okay. I mean, it's good. John fan, is like obsessed with that one's one. one's good. I like it. It's good. Named after the ethereal song by the one and only Deftones, Phantom Bright IPA is a blend of Amarillo, Citra, Simcoe, and Mosaic Hops, delicately balanced as a perfectly drinkable mix of citrus and hoppy goodness. A truly original Deftones Belching Beaver collaboration envisioned by Chino Moreno and skillfully crafted by Thomas Peters. Sit back, put on your headphones, and drink away. Cheers. But I've got that, and I also have a mini growler of Morning Brew nice. from Oso. Because nice. <laughs> Shannon, Shannon was there the other night for a happy hour, and she she just messaged, she's like, hey, they have Morning Brew back. It's like, fuck yeah. It's like, you want me to bring you back a little growler? I'm like, yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. It's like, I got that in the little mini fridge over here. That's going to be good. For those of you that don't know, Morning Brew is just as it sounds. It is a coffee like pilsner and is delicious <laughs> oh man jay what are you drinking i'm just drinking my uh staple whiskey going on right now uh, i have a little bit of uh the costco special that i'm i'm enjoying because i've already had two cups of yes cups of uh bullet rye and i was like yeah third one doesn't need to be a good one <laughs> <laughs> even if it is your just your staple whiskey for yeah it's bourbon. still a good whiskey i mean don't get me wrong it's kind of for 17 dollars for like a gallon it's great for anything else if you can't tell i have a little bit of a cold so it's uh my cough syrup that i'm taking i guess <laughs> is that two cups or two pints of whiskey it's not pints i'm not quite to chris level yet <laughs> you're sipping back on grandpa's old cough syrup that's right. Yeah. Shut your mouth if you know what's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> and whiskey is good for me, so I'm enjoying it. <clears throat> All right. Chris, what are you drinking? Well, what I'm I drinking right, it. right now is a uh, Golden Road Wolf Pup Session IPA. Ooh. Um, Tallish Boy. Someone is LA, not drinking it? a seltzer. <laughs> no. Yes, it is from L.A. Yeah, that's a good beer. Uh, that uh, actually surprised me a little bit when I had it. Not bad. Yeah. What else you got? A seltzer? No. Good old Coors Light. Coors Light. Ooh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Get ahead of Coors Light. <laughs> nice down week. I love it. It's yes. great. <laughs> it's a we down do week for do... him. <laughs> it's true. We do need to have the seltzer party, though, when it, Like now that there's enough. Well, there is, but there isn't. Like, it's really hard to find it. Like, Bud has Light anyone actually theirs. seen? What? Bud Light, Bud Light announced theirs. Yeah, we have natural ice. But where is the White Four Loco one? We don't have Four Loco yet. It's but we out have PBR. <clears throat> we definitely have P- I've seen PBRs. Okay. So we need the PBR. We have the Natty. So I Chris would love to get a Four Loco one though. You know who's drinking the who's drinking the Bud Light one? All of us. Chris. Chris is drinking. <laughs> no, the, we, the whole point is that we're going to yeah. be trying them all and then oh, we're, we're going to be like, be yeah, drinking we're going to get oh. fucked off on, <laughs> fucked up on seltzer water <laughs> and then be like, all right, if you want to just get like tore up, here's the one you need. If you want to have a good tasting one, here's the one you need. And if you want to 
like not get weird looks at the bar for ordering it. Here's what you need. If you if you want to pretend that you're post Malone, this is the one that you need. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Um, I like oh, you how forgot all the what? people like in his <coughs> brain all had face tattoos as well. Yes. <laughs> and I guess they had that up for um, for voting online to, for like people to vote on which one of them because there oh. there were two of them. That one was the better one because I watched the other one um, online and after watching that one during the Super Bowl where like the two parts of his brain start fighting and he just like flops around. And they're like, wait, it's Post Malone. He's rich. Let's buy both. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. He destroys uh, a store. Yeah. I forgot to also say what the whiskey that I'm drinking because I'm drinking, uh, I was telling Chris about it. It's one that Shannon picked up for me when she was at Bevmo, just like as like random like different different bourbon to try. But it's Cooper's Mark Bourbon Whiskey. It's like a twenty five dollar whiskey. It's pretty good. It's it's a little sweet. Like it's a little a little young tasting, but not like in a like a sickly sweet kind of set. Um, most most stuff says that I, I was reading it because it says Cooper's Mark Small Batch Bourbon is a blend of four, five, and six year old bourbon, a pale golden color with aromas of whole nuts nougat and caramel follow through on a soft entry to a dryish medium body with grain cereal anise and spice notes finishes with a solid toast and toffee fade and like almost everything in there is just sweet 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 (laughs) yeah nougat like fuck off right there what Um, fuck you man nougat's awesome nougat's awesome but that's like way too much went to like caramel nougat peanut butter chocolate you just drinking a fucking snickers Get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. Wait, can I drink Snickers? <laughs> I want to drink the Snickers. <laughs> once you start getting into like those candy-style whiskeys and bourbons... But it's not it's a just candy. Like, I, it's not a candy. You that's just, just literally that's the, described a candy bar to me. But the, that's what the Beverage Testing Institute said. And they always say like <laughs> weird shit like, I can taste asshole through this. Like, Why do you know, A, what asshole tastes like, and B, how are you, how are you getting that from that? Because they work at a place called the Bourbon Institute. You're beverage. an asshole. Yeah. Beverage Testing Institute. Oh, even more of an yeah. asshole. You're the beverage... <laughs> where do you work? The Beverage Institute. Test- just like, all right, beverage asshole. Beverage Testing mm-hmm. Institute. Yeah. I mean, that'd be, but, that'd be almost like as much of an asshole job as just like, so what do you do? I taste cheese. Fuck off! Like, all right. <laughs> well, it's, it's, cheese. A, cheese it's like a sommelier saying peppercorns. Like, fuck you. There's no goddamn peppercorn in this goddamn wine. I don't know where you're getting peppercorn from. But there you go. Sommelier is an asshole. So Mostly no, no yes. one, no one comes off like saying like, hey, so what do you do? Oh, I'm a sommelier for whatever place. Just being like, oh, cool. You're a normal person then. Like they're <laughs> always dicks. <laughs> like every single time. I actually like, know oh, a guy Jesus. that's a that's a sommelier. <laughs> yeah, and is he your favorite person on the planet who probably totally listens to this podcast? Uh, he does not listen to this podcast, but he is an okay dude. <laughs> <laughs> sure. If he doesn't listen to this podcast, and he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> I knew him before he became a sommelier, so. <laughs> That's different. That's different. I'm talking about like the first time hanging out with your wife. She's oh, like, yeah, hey, let's go, let's go to my buddy's house. And you're just like, cool. They're having a little get together. You hang out, and you're all there, and they have a friend of a friend there. It's just like. So, Jim, what do you do just to this sounds like fill the silence? Jason's last night. <laughs> oh, I'm a sommelier I'm a for sommelier. the Institute this wine of Wine in Phoenix. You know, you've probably never heard of it because it's so top tier sommelier wine bullshit. And only only super like bougie motherfuckers like me know about this place. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey, what's the parent company of that? Applebee's. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Nice to meet you, Jim. It's owned by Darden. Let's get it's it owned right. By it's Darden. Owned by Darden. That's, there you go. There you go. I couldn't think of the parent company. A lot of people don't know that either. So that's, that's true. Even, you know what? That's even better to be like, oh, I'm a sommelier for uh, Darden. Be like, so Olive Garden or Applebee's? Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> well, it's like got a right. nice rosé coming to Applebee's soon. That's right. That's right. It it's comes like in a can. Fox Restaurant <laughs> concepts. If if you're in if you're if you come to Phoenix, um, Fox Restaurant Concepts is like this whole like group of uh, restaurants all throughout the Phoenix area, and they're in uh, they're in the airport now as well. And I think they've branched out into like Colorado and stuff like that. Dude, they're but, all over the Southwest. Like even but in realistically, and stuff like that. the Fox Restaurant Concepts their their whole goal is to be just good enough. Oh God, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how all of their stuff goes for their menus, for their drinks, everything they want. They want all their stuff to be good enough for you to want to drink it or eat it again, but not good enough that you're going to go rave about it to everybody and, and fill the place up. It's the weirdest fucking like way to market themselves. And it works, though, because they make a shit ton of money. Well, yeah, because they can spend all the money they're saving on just making decent food yeah. on buying up all kinds of locations. <clears throat> so you have and, more and more locations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the worst... The worst Buffalo Wild Wings, for example, you know, in the middle of nowhere is still going to be packed on a fucking Sunday night just because it's just like, fuck, I have nowhere else to go, right? And it's just like, <laughs> who gives a shit how bad the food is or anything it's cause like it's that? because it's a B-dubs in the middle of nowhere. You're in the middle of nowhere, so you nowhere. obviously can yep. do worse than a B-dubs. You can go to Jim's. He's a sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's a, he's a sommelier for, like, bathtub wine. <laughs> In the middle and of all, nowhere, it's probably your and, bathtub. And all he serves is bathtub wine. <laughs> Only the finest bathtub wine. This is sounding more and more like a kick-ass night, to my in my opinion. I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm going to some guy's gym, some guy's house named Jim. He apparently has a bathtub of wine. I don't party. Yeah, but the question is, is so while it's fermenting and it's making this wine in the bathtub. Does he bathe in it? Of course. <laughs> then I don't want to drink that. That's of gross. Course. Alcohol kills everything, Eric. I've don't seen worry about Jim, it. though. I've seen Jim. You don't want to drink that. Jim face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, before we get going Video game on podcast. news. Uh, no, this, this is going to be great. Uh, I was I played this for Chris a little bit earlier so um i was sitting there i was sitting at my desk and my and my music was playing and one of the other guys in the office he sends me he sends me like this youtube video and i'm like what are you like what did you just send me he's like it's that but funkier i'm like okay i like fraser too hang on Mm -hmm. no it's not Fraser's good show. Holy shit. I was looking at you waiting. I'm like, Jason's gonna pinpoint it. He's gonna pinpoint it. Dude, this is gonna be our shit when we're like older. Dude, this. And it works so fucking well. Well, this reminds me of like of those BPM like things where people like mix up stuff. Like Childish Gambino and Call Me Maybe, the first like three minutes line up perfectly yeah. like scary perfectly 
but he uh like they did some they did some adjustments to it Luna. so this is the the kk slider like thing from animal crossing if you don't know what it is and good day from ice cube <laughs> this, is, this is damn good though i, I kind of feel bad like stopping it and not letting it play all the way we're so fucking old is all of this tells me you're ready for smooth jazz eric hey <laughs> Hey, a KY. 20, a 25-year-old son and yourself and like listen to it. It's awesome. KYO <laughs> Remember what was the postmodern juice box or uh Yeah, postmodern juice box. They're yeah, the yeah. ones that did the, all the 20s recat or remakes yeah, yeah, yeah. of everything. This they were good. This is the new version. <laughs> Animal Crossing is. music is the new version of postmodern jukebox. <laughs> if this was in like Animal Crossing, I would be like, like, there's another reason why. This should why I'm be in Animal Crossing. It should be. This would be. I'd dig up some fossils and fish for some fish. Listen to this bullshit. Pay some rent. <laughs> Pay some rent. <laughs> I'd roll up on Tom with this blasting. <laughs> What up, Nook? <laughs> it's, I'm sorry. It's so too deep. good. It's, it's so so, deep. so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Video game podcast. Let's do it. This Go is on. video games. This is not video games. This has yes, nothing to do with video games. Yes, it is. It's Animal Crossing. This is not Animal Crossing. Yes, it is. First of the all, the music is Animal Crossing. No, and it's the not. lyrics, yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, they didn't go to oh, okay. All right, I'll stop it though. <laughs> But it is it it is it's Animal Crossing. It's it's that it's the guitar thing for you. Like here, I'll even I'll change my sharing and I'll show you exactly what it's oh doing. God. It's okay, but that no, is no, hilarious. You, you need to see this. Boom. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. There's no way they had to have remixed it. Well, it, it, the they did like some slight remix on how the on how that guitar part works, but then they did like the same thing of what you said is like the beat just meshes really well with yeah, it. Yeah, the RBM. Yeah, but it's like it's, the Childish Gambino and Call Me Maybe is crazy. Like down to the like it's in, like how how did this not like okay Childish Gambino though. Like a lot of his stuff works because yeah, well, because it's, it's basic. Well, uh, this is America, I should say. I yeah, guess, this is America. Yeah. That one, or yeah, that one is insane. How much it goes with? No, but I mean, like beyond, like even like the build up into the headshot, like yeah. it's just so perfect. Like I would even say, like pull it up now, but it's a video audio podcast, which would make no sense. It's but. totally yeah, but at least you can hear like the the best one. Hang on, I'm gonna find it because the best one that I can that I can think of is uh, let's see here, video game podcast man. Come on, yep. we're, we're gonna spend like 30 minutes talking about bullshit. <laughs> yeah, why not? Because <laughs> I'm looking at our list of news that we have to cover, and I'm angry about a lot of them. Angry. Oh man, about it's too hard to find. Very angry. Ready yeah, they're, they're, oh that's right. Somebody took. Somebody made a a whole smash up of a bunch of anime opening themes that go with it. Well, of course, I remember YouTube in two thousand five too, when it was just like, check out my 
stained in Dragon Ball Z cover. No. It looks so dope. N- no, the I'm talking about the This Is America. Really matches up with when he powers up. I am I'm talking about legend. the This Is America retard. That one, like somebody, because it, it matches... It matches RPM wise with a bunch. The only of anime one that's intros. an anime that I care about is that fucking one with the, the Full car. Metal Alchemist one. No, no, the insurance car insurance one. <laughs> uh, call my friends on my TV. Oh, that one's so great. That was the best <laughs> one. <laughs> what was it? Oh man. Oh, oh man. Um, hang on. Instead of rolling fly and acting well, I was shopping for a new car. There it is. <laughs> Hang on. Wait, wait. I will, I will redo my share. I, sure, this is, this is an audio medium, everybody. But you know what? We're also together doing this. And this so, one's just so good. It's just mm-hmm. so perfect. It's so good. It's stupid. Well, I was shopping for a new car. Which one? It's more you watch it. Too bad I didn't know my credit was whack Cause now I'm driving off the lot in a This is stupid, we're gonna just laugh for like three minutes <laughs> so great It's only 30 seconds long Saw their ads on my TV Thought about going but was too lazy Now instead I'm looking flying, rolling fat My legs are sticking oh, to we're gonna kill Jason. my posse's getting laughed at F-R-E-E, that spells free applies with enrollment and triple advantage Oh man Oh, so good <laughs> <laughs> how many views, how many views what, does that fucking video have? I'm trying to remember <laughs> what the <laughs> anime is. It doesn't. How many views? Um, how many views? Holy is this anime shit! The it's got 1.2 million views. That's fucking amazing. But I, I'm the, sure we're oh, like at least three million of it. Or dude, look at some of these review or some of these comments. Sixteen thousand likes every day. We stray further from God. Oh yeah. <laughs> Stares at rope. Not today, old friend. <laughs> 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 the order is the com. order a rabbit and is in fact not lewd in any way. What? That doesn't. That can't be right. Whatever. <laughs> I don't want to go into YouTube comments. Oh my this god! Is, but no, <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't do the it. The best Eric. is all the people that that, that do the F R E E. That spells free. <laughs> Twenty five years ago. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> J A I L. <laughs> that spells jail. Stuck ten years, no chance for my prison sentence, baby. Saw this meme on my Twitter feed. Thought it was safe, but I'm haunted by the NYPD. That one's bad. The jail one is prime. The jail one's no. good. J A I L. That spells jail. Stuck ten years, no chance for bail. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh God! Okay. Yeah, get out of this. Yeah. This is going dark fast. <laughs> but it's so hilarious. All right, fucking video games. All Jesus right. Christ. Video games. All right, so we're gonna go on to news, everybody. Um, <laughs> news, 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 news. We gotta have an intro. We need an intro. Do. Where are our intros, Eric? Well, uh, I gotta think we of have, something. I gotta you're get the, Ronan you're, in his right headspace to start a new mixtape. You're mix the like, for the talent. You need to get this like stuff going. Get him I'm some trying weed. to keep him low key, man. Get him if some weed to calm down so he can focus. But on if he makes what, too many records, he's gonna get picked up by a label. I mean, and you're, we you're, don't want that. You're paying him all this money 
in the form of board and food and it's, rent. It's chicken nuggets and pizza bites. <laughs> but it's a shit ton of money. He, he's getting. You want like, some chicken nuggies, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> chicken nuggies and pizza beets. You want some chalky milk? <laughs> if someone was going to give me chicken nuggies every day and chocolate milk every day and I'd have to pay for that shit, I'd fucking sing a three second song. Hell Tell yeah. you what. <laughs> Tell you fucking what right now. Tell you what. The- Okay, so the best part is that I just sing. sat there and coached him through it, and it was awesome. But he was like four at the time that we recorded yeah. that. <laughs> now he's <laughs> going to just said, be like okay, confused. I said, all right, buddy, see that back there in the in the little the little box? That's a microphone. Okay, so I want you to put your head in and just say, you are wrong. Then he said it, and I go, okay, now say, you are wrong because reasons. And then he said it that way, and I just cut it. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> His mixtape needs, it needs, he needs a mixtape. Anyways, okay. Okay. Let's start off with Shigeru Miyamoto has explained why he has proved another Mario movie. Oh, because he likes money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when did he officially approve this? It got approved like a year, like a year ago. And okay, they, I was going to say, They actually came while. out on their, uh, their investor call, uh, letting everybody know that it is still on track for a 2022 release. I really really hope it is a scene for scene remake of the no. last one just just redone just redone better so it's not as stupid cuz that was 80% of the reason they, why it sucked if you no, had like legit looking characters bad. no the script was prime how no, the fuck else wasn't. are you going to how the fuck else are you going to explain that there's a plumber that needs to go save a gorgeous princess from whatever reason without it being like yeah you know what this is all just on shrooms you just <laughs> one. It was a fever dream. We've talked about. We've talked about how it was just like a psychedelic fever dream that they had when they made this. Like they had to be on drugs. Um, but two, why has he got to be a plumber that comes from New York City? Why can't he just be a plumber in Mushroom Kingdom? Why do they need plumbers? Mm. They got why can't it be Luigi? Why has it got to be Mario? Because it's the Ma- Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Good job, Super Mario Brothers and and Bubble Bobble. <laughs> oh man okay uh <laughs> moving right along uh in just because i found this fucking hilariously awesome an artist decided to lug around a wagon full of cell phones to create virtual traffic jams in google maps in berlin <laughs> being manipulated which is, which is prime <laughs> all he did was he he just had a whole bunch of third-party uh like or secondhand phones that he turned on, opened Google Maps, and just lugged them around in the middle of the street. <laughs> There's photos of it too of him walking in the middle of the street, and you can see how bad the traffic looks because it just sees like a hundred people all moving at a snail's pace through the area. <laughs> um, and by doing that, so the the one thing is, uh, as uh, Jason was like, well, you know, like I wouldn't do that because I wouldn't pay attention unless it was maroon and it's only red. And what it was doing, though, is it was throwing off their algorithm and rerouting people, which is great. Yeah, like Uber and Waze would yeah, probably yeah. see that and be like, oh, we can save 10 minutes by going around this way instead. And so different. And not just the old man walking <clears throat> with a cart or with a with a wagon down the I mean, you still got to avoid him. Well, so I mean, technically it's, it's Uber, not wrong. They'll probably take you right to him so you can hit him. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, I mean, unless you're going to like vehicle manslaughter the guy, you still got to slow down. So technically it's it's true. There's a fucking old man in the street. There's heavy traffic. <laughs> 20 points. Come on. <laughs> yeah. 
He's got 90 free cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> There's one percenter assholes walking what down the street. What happened to the other 10, man? <laughs> Didn't he just, I think he just had 90. What a no, it's at 100. Regardless, he, Either he's way, got, it doesn't matter. He's got 90, I, I thought you were making a joke plans. with the 90. Fucking, like, dude's, like, balling. Doesn't want people driving down the street, so he's just going to wagon wheel his children around. <laughs> All right. Uh, Microsoft has now initiated a bounty program for Xbox security vulnerabilities. Good. Every company good. should do this. Yeah, every company should have something like, hey, find holes in our stuff. We'll pay you money to do it. Yeah. Because that's what they pay yep. hackers for already. It's called penetration. Best department you can be in. And you can say that to people's face. <laughs> like, I'm fucking in penetration. Like, that's what I do. Like, legit, that's your title. That, what do you do I, all I'm, day? I I'm penetrate. <laughs> I'm a senior member of the penetration team. <laughs> I'm a senior I've been, penetrator I've been, too. I've been penetrating for ten years. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. I am the principal penetrator. Seriously, I'm, I'm not I fucking am, around. That's what no, the job's called. I am the director of penetration. I am the. I am the. I am the penetration commander. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The CPO, the chief penetration officer. Ooh, there's the, there's the title. Oh man. Okay. So what do you do? <laughs> I'm into penetration. Oh, okay. So segueing with Xbox. Fifty Shades of Security. <laughs> Not letting this go, man. <laughs> it's a super gray hat. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week, everybody. Gray hat, gray hat, zip it. <laughs> all right. So segueing off of the bounty program, though, penetration. Um, <laughs> part of the reasons why uh, they probably are doing this is because they're trying to maybe show better security and get more people to buy Xboxes. Because as of the end of January. The Nintendo Switch has officially completely surpassed the Xbox One in global sales. What does that? Fifty-two million consoles. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, no. the the main thing that we all bitch about for Nintendo is just like all you've done is made another thing for all your first-party titles to go on to. And meanwhile, Xbox has been like, you know what we're gonna do? We're not gonna make any first-party titles. <laughs> <laughs> How? Do, what do you think about that, Switch? <laughs> <laughs> And Nintendo's just, ha, ha, ha. I guess we'll sell more consoles. As they walk to the yeah. bank. Exactly. <laughs> you showed us. How's that Sea of Thieves? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit. But yeah, 52 million consoles they've sold. Um, it has now surpassed the Super Nintendo in yeah, overall but worldwide I, I, sales. I still wonder how many of those are duplicate purchases, too. Uh, you mean like going into the Switch Lite? Switch Lite and the newly updated Switch. Um, the, well, they weren't, like, they were about to take over the Xbox One, like, before the, du or before the newer version came out. All right, cool. So, they're not, like, they, they sold about 10 million more, so there's some duplicates going in. Um, the, the amount of duplicates, though, if you want to talk to that question, uh, how many duplicates were Xbox 360 consoles for the Red Ring of Death? We've talked yeah, about this before. True, if like, true, true. If you want to, if you want to bring but, that information but it's, in, but it's, we're talking about the Xbox One, not the 360, though. No, no, I know, but the Xbox 360 is was like touted like as their highest selling console and 
everyone was like, everyone has always been uh, pumping those numbers up of saying like, this was the great one. This is why Microsoft won. But realistically, I, I'm pretty certain that they only sold about half of that number almost. Because I know people that were on three Xbox 360s people because are of that. idiots. Jesus. Yes, they are. Yeah. They were all idiots. Every single one of them was an idiot. I am more curious by the idea, in fact, just to have this factoid be able to be said, is if there's a certain specific brand of toaster that has outsold the Xbox One. Because there's a lot of toasters out there. But I want to know if there's like a KitchenAid or some specific model number that has outsold the Xbox One. Because I, I, I honestly believe that toasters have outsold the Xbox and One. And does that particular toaster brand have a penetration branch? Goddamn better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, your, your penetration testing will go a little bit different than the most. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a little bit more pain. <laughs> but they better. No I mean, pain, no gain. Security. Oh man, yeah. No one's got any like sales numbers for toasters. <laughs> there's there's reviews of the best toasters of 2019 from BusinessInsider.com. I'm both That's right. I'm both extremely happy and extremely sad that that doesn't exist. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad that someone was just like, I'm gonna keep this data because one day my time will come to shine when I'm called upon to describe sales metrics for toasters. There's a bevel die-cast four-slice toaster for $180. Fuck that. I want the one that, like, burns in Jesus' face. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. How How is $180 for a stupid fucking slide-down toaster? I don't even think that's as high as you can get. What's the most expensive toaster you can oh, buy? God. I bet you there's one that's, like, made by Viking or something that's just, like, Oh, hey, it probably is a Viking yeah, the toaster. This is a toasting podcast now. Oh well, okay. So there's industrial ones. Oh, okay, <laughs> for and I'm sure they made. Uh, sh- <laughs> what do you industrially need to toast? Like industrial. Forty one thousand dollars. <laughs> Here at the steel mill, we have our steel coupling, our steel riveter, our oh, steel binder, our steel belt, and our steel toaster. What it's a pizza th- oven that came. Uh, in. Okay, okay. There is a, a Wolf Gourmet. Four slice toaster sold on Williams Sonoma. Okay, good, good. Good, good. Love Guess it. the 400, price. $400. It's $400. $400. Yeah. <laughs> However, that is not the highest. Shut up. There is a Dulit gold toaster. Solid oh, hell gold. Yeah. 24 karat gold there toaster. Yeah, bejazzled <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Uh, it's 168 components are all assembled by hand, and for special touch, the designer's name is inscribed on the bottom plate. Eleven hundred dollars. But that's a one. That's one. No, that's like they they make multiples of them. No, they've made one. They're waiting for that person to buy it. <laughs> it they've probably sold like six. Okay. Um. Wow. I want to know more okay, about this. Bugatti made one. one called the well, Noun. Okay. See now now you're getting to like where they just can. Not that it's a thousand dollar toaster. It's made of glass. Amazing. <laughs> and it does therm it does thermodynamic heat transfer onto the bread. Fuck yeah. How toast. many how many slices? <laughs> Tell me it's one. Two. Oh, that would have been amazing. You might be able to fit three actually. Like it looks like you can. 
That one's a that one's a thousand dollars, and then the next one is a KitchenAid Proline toaster for five hundred. Then there's another Duolit for three hundred and eighty-two, and another Duolit for three thirty-one. And then they put a Breville like toaster oven, but that makes sense because it's also it's a convection toaster oven. See so now, see sense. now, this is fun to me because the KitchenAid <laughs> and the the these bottom bottom quote unquote bottom ones that bottom are three hundred three hundred and four hundred dollars <laughs> for toasters are just as much. As a Nintendo Switch, and I'd be really hard pressed, or not Nintendo Switch. I'm sorry, as the as Xbox, an Xbox One. One X, and I'd be really hard pressed to say that they didn't sell more of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be extremely hard pressed. Like I'm looking at some of these too, Eric, and I'm just like, that's a fucking sexy ass toaster, man. It is. <laughs> like if I was like, if I was had money, like if I was just like, oh whatever, I'm just gonna get like all the stuff for my fifth house. And I already know that this one, if I, you know, set whatever temperature, my toast comes out pre-ready to go so I can cram it in my face when I'm running out to school, um, then I would be all about it. And so I imagine, I, I, I don't know, man, I'm willing to bet, doesn't even fucking play Halo, outsold your ass. <laughs> I'm trying to I find. Doubt. Okay, there is a Viking toaster. Doesn't and apparently even play. they had recalls at one point. Oh, <gasps> Viking. <laughs> How many toasters were in that recall? <laughs> That's a good question. Ooh, I, I bet know. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Here. Uh, oh, and you can get a Viking toaster. I'm gonna be really sad when it is that much, because then it's just gonna make me extremely sad knowing that the one percenters are way more than I ever thought. <laughs> Because if you're okay. living paycheck to paycheck and your like number one priority is a four hundred dollar toaster, you you're just fucking up, man. <laughs> okay, here we go. Viking two slot toaster. Let's see here. Six hundred. I don't know. Their website sucks. Oh, their their website's horrible. Well, yeah, because Viking's like the Bentley of kitchen appliances. They don't give a fuck. You're buying it just for the name. <laughs> Probably. They don't need a good website. They don't need. Yeah, they don't need shit. They're going to be like, you're going to put that little fucking emblem on your appliance and you're going to be like, there you go. Okay, this is some fucking bullshit that we've never talked about before and this is fucking stupid. All right, so I did. I just typed the search, two-slot toaster VT201, which is the model number for it. And it's like, Zappos has it. I'm like, Zappos has it. And then you click <laughs> on it. It has nothing on there. It is, it's scarves and backpacks and shit. <laughs> fucking Amazon. <laughs> Fuck you, Amazon. Um, apparently that toaster sold for like $80 at uh, Walmart. Holy shit. Good for them. There you go. Okay. No wonder why it was recalled. <laughs> That's why it was recalled. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we are going to move off of toasters. <laughs> uh, and the I was doing like this whole segue thing, and then we went on to toasters. But So we went Xbox, and the Xbox segued into the Nintendo Switch, which is going to segue into... Sony is now asking people on surveys if they would like to see PS4 remote play on their Nintendo Switch. Cool. Good for them. Yep. Yes, I would. I, I, I'm i just going to say I would. Can't Thank beat them, join them. Yep. And it's an official, but it's not even like really joining. They're like, hey, um, you have a PS4. Would you like to use that to remote play instead of using the Vita that you didn't buy? Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. So, although I bought a Vita. I bought a Vita. I loved my Vita. I did not buy a Vita. It's a good console. A time. It was a great console. Still works. Still a good console, technically. I played it last week. It was fantastic. Yep. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to something that made me shudder a little bit. Uh, 
Xiao Zin and Via are making eight core CPUs in China. Shocker. Them willing to step on any trademark to make anything in the semiconductor planet? Get out of town. <laughs> I'm colored me shocked. <laughs> eight core x86 processors. Um, and if you don't, if you can't figure out what, what that name is, Via made some really crappy crap. <laughs> In the late 90s, early 2000s. Comes with a free... All over everything. Every pr- uh, purchase comes with a free Corona virus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Simpsons episode where the Chinese people were hacking hacking germs into the boxes before they shipped overseas. My mom even made that connection. She was like, all I can think about is that Simpsons episode where the Chinese guy coughed in the box. And was like, mom, that episode is from like 1998. And she was like, yeah, that's what Simpsons I think about it. Like Simpsons, Simpsons did, did it. Yeah. They Nostradamus, sure man. We talked about that before. Nostradamus was writing for the Simpsons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wizards of the Coast has a new game studio that is being led by a bunch of like Bioware vets and whatnot called Archetype Entertainment. Good. <laughs> Maybe they'll make some good D&D games. Maybe. Or they'll just make another anthem and be like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, isn't the game they're working on have nothing to do with D&D? Uh, maybe? I don't know. It's Well, there's D&D. And they make uh, D&D and Magic the Gathering. Yeah. But I think the new so studio is working on a game a... that has nothing to do with either of those. Really? Hang on. Called Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Did you guys try honest. it yet? Nobody no. is working on Anthem. Did you guys try it yet? <laughs> no, I haven't tried it no, yet. No, not yet. I... I I I'm sorry, man. I I I played a I played a game that I have been playing for a while. <laughs> instead, <laughs> picked up. I played a couple of games that I've been playing for a while that I picked up again. That's probably better. So that's that, better. Mm-hmm. Move on. They, they were both better. <laughs> of course, they were. It's the worst game ever. Best game. Um, let's see here. Magic Legends. So the, the, they're the ones that are doing the. Um, so this was Wizards of the Coast did the announcement of Magic Legends, which is the MMO for Magic the Gathering, and Dark Alliance, which is the Baldur's Gate games, and now we know what the gaming studio is called and who's going to be fully working on them. Cool. So, all right. Moving right along. Um, all right. Going back to consoles. New leaks, which we can still take these with a grain of salt, um, although these are... Still kind of going in line with what we've heard for the Xbox Series X and for the PS5. Um, but new leaks are saying that the while the GPU will be faster on the Xbox Series X, that everything else overall performance-wise will be faster on the PS5. Because they'll be using a faster solid state, uh, faster memory, which was one of the things that we saw in one of the other leaks, is that the memory was... While they had a little bit less than Microsoft or the same amount, they had faster memory, but a slower GPU and the same CPU. Yeah. Stuff and things. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I'm. 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 I mean, obviously, I, I love poking fun at everything, but I'm really nervous about them having another blowout year, because then there's no reason. Like, if Xbox just then continues their path of being like, "Hey, PC for everybody," and just becomes a PC platform again. Um, then we really don't have any other massive competition on the console front, and that worries yeah. me a little bit too. And yeah, that that is something to look at, um, especially considering the GDC surveys came out, and devs are very highly preferring the PS5 to the Series X, which makes sense. Like you would think that that's 
that's the one that they were working on, but they've been they've been saying or we've been hearing devs say that the PS5 is easier to code for than the Xbox Series X um, for a couple of months now. So, like all that information is just kind of still echoing out there. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, the one thing though is that everybody was thinking that the PS5 was going to be shown and announced on February 5th, and it probably won't because no one's gotten any invites for anything. Um, but the new uh, thought is that it's going to happen on February 29th, we'll which see. is, that's the one, okay, so the reasoning for that one is that a guy on Reddit showed, or took a picture of the reservation system for the PlayStation Theater in New York, and the PlayStation Theater is completely shut down for a booked event on the 29th. But it doesn't say what it is, which would make sense that they that they wouldn't say like PlayStation Five launch event on there. They're like, no, no, this is just an event. That's all we've got. But so we'll have to keep our eyes and ears peeled for that one. Going into something that I did not think that we would have to talk about on this, and Jason didn't think that we would have to talk about on this because it was not said on our wait for the bargain bin when we did it. Blizzard is offering automatic refunds for anybody that feels that they have been wronged by Warcraft 3 Reforged. Because they just fucking shit the bed, like, so hardcore. Like, think of it this way. Warcraft 3 (coughs) was the dawn of tower defense games. Like, think of it. Like, it's true. Like, tower defense games wouldn't be where they are today without Warcraft 3. And it was a mod. It was original mod. Nah. Like, 3 was the first one. Because two, we didn't really have an online community as much. Oh well, three, yeah, yeah, the online stuff. Three was the first one where you could have custom games and stuff like that in the tower defense genre. Took off like mad from a uh, uh, Warcraft three. Uh, that's where I got my obsession from it. That's where a lot of people got it from it. And shit, there's now a whole genre for tower defense, and it really just stems from uh, Warcraft three and stuff like that. So and people. Mobus. Yeah, and, and MOBAs. You're very right. You're you're 100% right, Chris. Like, a lot of the uh, um, Dota and uh, League of Legends and stuff like that owe a lot of their beginnings to Warcraft 3 with the mods and, like, freedom that you could do to create games. Um, with that, though, when Warcraft 3 for Forge was announced, people were like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do this again just with, you know, better stuff. Well, they put in there being like, okay, well, if you do that, we now own it. Like, it's ours. You can't, like, do anything. There's anything like that. And yes, of course, um, you know, they, you're still using their sprites and jazz, but they can't then turn around and be like, all right, well, we're going to make you pay extra for that or whatever they want to do. Um, there, there's They want to make people pay more for... It just... What they did is they just, like, they had well, a chance. You're not even going into the quality of the game, too. No, I'm not. Because, well, at the end of the day, if you if you just get into <clears throat> Warcraft 3 and you go in to play the game, you'll have a fine time with the no, game. No. They yes. fucked up the U. They, they changed the According to everybody else, I haven't played that. They fucked up the UI. They, like, made a whole bunch of stuff worse. It, it's different. It's not worse. Like, so when I played a little bit with it and it's it's... It's made for now a high def experience. So where your layout is isn't going to be the same. Is it as fun and fantastic? No, of course not. But you know, nostalgia has a lot of part of this. Um, what does suck though is that if you now want to, um, at least from what I understand, and I went ahead and upgraded anyway, so I didn't notice. But it, you can't even play the old version anymore. You have to play Reforged. Really? 
like so if you because you have to log in through Battle.net and Battle.net now only will recognize Reforged that sucks yeah oh yeah so I mean even if you wanted to play your original game you had the disc and unless you like that <clears throat> online it's gonna make you upgrade to Reforged that fucking oh dude they're, they're, they're fucking up all over the place just in the sake of making money so the only way they could get around this and like save any kind of face is be like you know what fine here's a media fund for anything it just we're sorry we're sorry you know in, in, in the hopes that you know a lot of this is just hearsay and a lot of this is just people jumping on the hate train which is very common to do especially with Activision and Blizzard just fucking it up recently um you know hopefully that no one actually does take too much part of it that they'll be like oh if they're just going to give it to me I'm not going to yell about it as much <laughs> this thing is <laughs> that's the fill line right there yeah it is yeah. Full up all the way to the top mm. <laughs> sorry i am getting my my little my small growler out as we talked about ah coffee goodness yeah that smut coffee goodness <laughs> smut coffee goodness i would i would uh allow them to pay a licensing fee to change the name of morning brew to smut coffee because <laughs> we all know we've tm'd the shit out of that oh yeah <laughs> okay so much so that funimation uh, will try to ban us oh shit yeah they will they'll try and ban the shit out of us good luck funimation <laughs> all right nintendo mobile games have already made a billion dollars in revenue sad Printing that Thanks money. primarily to Fire Emblem. Which oh, didn't they sure. just announce a new like monthly pass for Fire Emblem Heroes? Uh, they might so have. You can I may have missed that getting one. Getting their money. God, the yeah, pass. so many people play that game. Hey, people I, I aren't, played it for a little aren't bit. buying a lot, so let's create a monthly pass and get more money. Yeah, but they are buying a lot. <laughs> but they're it was something they're slowing ridiculous. Down, so not needed the oh, pass. Yeah. It was something ridiculous. Like half of the money of all of that was by was for Fire Emblem. I'm really nervous with all the decisions that Nintendo's making about setting up games as a service. I'm really nervous about that. Well, and that's one of the funny things is so they're technically on the nicer scale when it comes to some of these on like some of the mobile games and one of their one of their goals is to not rape and pillage people with like with the gaming. But that's still like even though that's their goal and they are charging less than uh, than a lot of other games for doing this stuff, that's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, until it starts bleeding over into their actual games. I don't know. It's oh uh, well. We'll wait and see if they start doing EA decisions. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, speaking of horrible decisions, though, Pokemon Home is a fucking ripoff. I love that you highlighted that as I was talking about yep. it. You knew like, that that's what I was talking about. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so. Everybody was waiting to see what was coming because they talked about how there's a service coming and they finally talked about Pokemon Home and it's a fucking ripoff. I, I like Game Freak needs to be embarrassed. Like not only did they deliver on such a substandard like they needed to knock it out of the park. They have a whole new console, they have a whole new generation, they can do whatever they want, and instead they just hit us in the face with limitations everywhere and cry foul. And then, to fix their limitations, they give us a paid service, go right the fuck on off. Like, just, mm-hmm. I, yep. I couldn't believe that when I read it. I was just like, you're, you're, so you literally created a problem <coughs> that you're now well, asking us to pay for it to fix. 
there was a service that this that this succeeds or secedes or whatever the fuck you want to say fuck i don't know this comes after they had a they had a service for the ds's for trading pokemon and it cost like five dollars a year now it don't now it don't cost that it costs a lot more than that it is no bueno you can get a free version for it um which uh does not allow you to put pokemon in your pokemon bank which is the main reason for having the thing uh you can only have uh you can only have 30 pokemon that that you can transfer um and you can only put three pokemon in your wonder box for trading uh which is just dumb and then like when you pay that 15 dollars, it goes from 30 pokemon deposited to six thousand three to ten pokemon in the wonder box um and then you can do trades you can do three trades and you can host room trades and judging and all sorts of other stuff but it doesn't do a whole lot for you it's kind of ridiculous the only thing that it's really good for is putting older generation Pokemon into your newer game. Right. And so, oh God, mm-hmm. I, I am, I knew that this generation, this Pokemon game was going to be absolute trash. And then seeing this stuff like this, this is, this is, they're anthemming this hardcore, but because they have such a hard following, like people are going to just be doing it. Like it, it'd be like if they released Link Zelda, uh, Zelda Link to the Past Rock Band Edition, and they asked you to buy all the add-ons all over again because only these new add-ons will work with this wait, rock, ba- rock Band Edition. Wait, wait, wait. Is this Zelda music in Rock Band, or is this Rock Band in Zelda? Doesn't matter, and the fact that you're about to tell me that you'd be excited for that, you're just proving my point. <laughs> because it doesn't matter. Like, they know they have their first-party IPs that they can be like, hey, we're going to like do whatever the fuck we want, and people are going to pay money for it. And that's great. I'm glad you built up such a successful brand. But if you're going to, like, do something as shitty as this and sell out as so painfully obvious, it's just like, no, I don't care. I, you're you're innovating yourself into obscurity, in my opinion, and I hate that. It could be a problem. We'll wait and see. Um, but Pokemon Home is a fucking ripoff. Um, don't do anything other than the free version. Remember? Transfer your Pokemon and be done with it. Remember PlayStation Home? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, imagine PlayStation if you had Home to, was cool. PlayStation Home was dope. It was stupid, but it was dope. It was Ima- stupid as shit. Imagine if you had to pay for that. Like, that's what this is. <laughs> like, it's just dumb. All right. GeForce Now is finally coming out of a two-year-long beta. Right, Chris? Two years? Yeah, I think it's been two years. Um, to where they're finally going to start charging people for it, and it's going to be $5 a month. And this is a, it's similar to the Xbox thing where you can stream games without having to have a computer. Um, we would be all over this if it was every game in your Steam library, but it's not. No, it's <clears throat> games in your Steam library that they support, which I think right now is like 400 Something like so, that, yeah. It's not enough games. Yeah, still way more than Stadia. Although, yeah, it's, it's way more than Stadia, and... If your games are supported, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. It's not too bad. Share it with your friends. Because I think it also works with your cloud saves too. So like a guy was able to it pick does. up his Witcher 3 on GeForce Now from his last save on his Steam account. Yes. And you can your friends can use your save file too. But this is to play on other computers and you just have no, a you, linked or account. Or your cell Oh, yeah. it's to play on your cell phone. Yeah, because you can download it and play on your cell your phone. You can, TV, if you have, like yeah, if you have the the GeForce uh, like TV console systems, you can do those as well too. Oh fuck yeah, so if you five got, bucks. Like, the Android that's, systems. That's not bad. Yeah, because it uses their servers 
um, to to render the games, just like the just like PlayStation Now and uh, Xbox. What you want to call it? And there's a uh, free version too. I think. Is there going to be a free version? Yeah. I think the five gives you Similar priority access, and then gives you like um, priority access, more play time. Because I think the free version, you only play one hour at a time before you got to mm. re up to use the service, so you don't have an hour. So you you get like halfway through character creation in a game <laughs> for the free version. Yes, <laughs> that's what yeah. <laughs> for the free version. Yeah. All right, but so that that's something to look forward to, people. Um, five bucks isn't much. Um, especially if it's something that you can then just start sharing with your friends. And if it works. Again, <laughs> share with your friends. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, Attack on Titans uh, Studio, as well as the Evangelion creators, are now making an anime coming out called The Great Pretender, which is a crime caper. But So that's Studio Wit, which on cutscene, we're actually watching a Studio Wit anime. We're watching Kabanari of the Iron Fortress. Um, mildly okay, in my opinion. Jason likes it a lot more than I do, I think. And isn't it by yes, the same creators? Are these the same creators? The it's the creators of of uh of Evangelion are the ones that are writing everything okay. and Studio Wit is doing the animation. Congratulations. I love that you spent the time to oh wow, you spent the time to bold, italicize, underline, and change the color for that meh. <laughs> yes. I find this to be extremely meh. It, it was a segue into cutscene, motherfucker. Eat a dick. <laughs> I like that. I'll, I'll, I'll agree to that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Astrobot Rescue Mission Director Nicholas Doucette is now heading up SIE Japan Studios for PS5 generation. I'll yeah, just copy and paste I, that. I, right I don't know what there. to. <laughs> I don't know what to think about that. Actually. Like, if we're going to be honest on it, it, I have no idea what to think about that. Like, all ten people that played Astrobot, as fine as it was, I don't I don't think. I, but is that going to be like, hey, here you go. You did a great job with that VR game. Now head up our, head up our studios for the next generation console. Could this be mm-hmm. a setup for what's going to be the f- downfall of the PS5? If they're just, like, all in on VR, it's just like, oh, my God, we're going to make all this shitty vr there and is rumors that they're going to have the PSVR 2. Yeah. VR I mean, bundled with gonna, it, just like Connect. I know they want to push on VR, but if they go in like, hey, everything's VR, like the PS5 is a VR machine, like I think then they'll just be like, well, you just fucked it up. You just made it dumb. You just handed Microsoft a gift. You just, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't care how easy it is programmed for. You want me to only wear a headset all the time? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, we've recently talked quite a bit about how shitty EA and Ubisoft are because they're shitty and whatnot. They are um, December of 2018, Mike Laidlaw, who is the director of, or was the director for the Dragon Age sequels, joined Ubisoft. And after about a year, he left Ubisoft. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's just, fuck. And every one of their games, as we've talked about, is delayed. Well, yeah, because they indefinitely probably, almost. I, it, maybe this is what spun it off. They're just like, I don't want to do shovelware anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm out of here. And they're like, Oh, okay, maybe we won't do shovelware anymore. Everyone, buy uh, Watchdog Legion. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you can play as a grandma. No way will that get old or tedious. <laughs> All right, uh, and the last bit of news that we have is reports are coming out that NVIDIA's next-generation GPU systems are going to be 75% faster than current generations and are going to be deployed in the Indiana University Big Red 200 supercomputer this summer. 
Well, they had to come out strong, right? Yeah. They they have to. The one thing that I did I forgot to grab and throw in the stuff that was coming out about the about the AMD chips of about how strong the next AMD processors are supposed to be and GPUs are supposed to be. And yeah, Nvidia really had to come out like swinging once that info started coming out. Right. Well, yeah. And they're drummed down from a I think a 14 nanometer processor right now to a 7 nanometer, which is what AMD's on right now. So they're that's what AMD is currently yes. on. All this so stuff is see, funny to me because yeah. just like, yeah, you want to get on in one of these? Great, that'll be three grand. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, because what's the most expensive one? Is it still like eleven hundred, Chris? I think so. Twelve hundred? Yeah, like twelve hundred. I think. Fuck. Which is ridiculous because like ten years ago, the most expensive was like five hundred. Still can't even fucking run Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can run Crisis at max level. NASA computers can't run NASA. Big crisis. Blue couldn't run Crisis at max level. Life is a right. crisis at max level. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, there's one more piece of news, but I'm going to save that one for uh, for my segment later on. Yeah. Um, so we're going to move on to what we're playing. Yay. 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 Playing games. Playing Pe- games. All the games. Poning lots noobs. And lots and lots of games. Um, I think I'll go first since I have to do wait for the bargain bin. Word. Okay. Um, the one thing that we forgot to talk about in the last podcast was that I had started playing Pokemon Good Shield. <laughs> yeah, not Sword and Shield, just Shield because I didn't buy both of them, and fuck that, I'm not going to buy both of them. Yeah, thank I, you. Although I did not buy this game, Santa Claus brought it for Ronin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Ronin really keeps trying to get me to play it again, and it's a Pokemon game. I mean, it's it's all right. It's not like the greatest fucking thing in the world. Um. Yeah, Jason's like trying to like. Yeah, I told you. I'm like, yeah, I kind of knew that. Anyways, I was just excited about a Pokemon in high def. It plays okay. Um, it's really fucking easy. It's like you can cheese your way through it. Um, and I already reviewed it, so I I don't need to give it like any score or anything like that. But I'm probably gonna get a lot of flag for this. But it, it's just meh. It is I'm meh. Gonna, I'm just gonna say it's that. the most it's meh, meh Pokemon game they've made in a long ass time. And because the desire for them to do more was a lot higher because this is a new generation, a new console of new, as far as the last, no, this is the only time a Pokemon game has been on a home console as a, as a a title. As an actual Pokemon game. Yeah, as an actual title. And they needed to hit it out of the park. Instead of, they gave us copy and paste bloatware with add-ons and Pokemon Home. And I I find that. let's. Let, let's redo that name of what of what we said is like it's the only real one. It is not just the only real one. It's the first console Pokemon game ever, or not ever, but the Mainline. first console Pokemon game to hit since Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Snap. <laughs> but I wouldn't even count those as like actual well, console no. Pokemon. But I'm just saying, like those are the those are they're the first Pokemon games on. Because you have to count no, no, no. Pokemon. No, wasn't there that Pokemon like fighting that. game like last year? Yeah. Oh, that's right, Pokemon. Damn it. Yeah. That's right, Pokemon Tournament and Pokemon Tournament DX, which was just. The upscaled version of Pokemon Tournament, right? Fine. So I mean that, right. that, but none of that counts because yeah. Pokemon Snap, first of all, is the best Pokemon game ever fucking made. Then, <laughs> Pokemon Stadium is awesome. No man, Pokemon Snap was so much fun. It was Pokemon stupid. Stadium <laughs> was so much better of a Pokemon fighting game than a regular Pokemon game. Uh, the best Pokemon fighting game is Super Smash Brothers. So, well, not, <laughs> but not, not like, not like. 
full-on fisticuffs. I'm talking about, like, Poke Battle. Like, it, it is the best Poke Battle simulator. Like, the regular Pokemon game sucks in comparison to Pokemon Stadium. True. True, true, true. And there you go. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, why, why couldn't they make the battle system just as good as that? Like, yeah, That's exactly. What, what the fuck? That's what we've been saying for, <laughs> like, 20 years almost now. That's yep. right. It's been that long since Pokemon Stadium came out. <laughs> yep. They, fuck. They, they shot the bed. They went for the er, the easy cash money buyout because this is what I'm scared about with Nintendo. They're following a trend of, of, of a Fox Media uh, restaurant group. We want to make it just good enough that you'll return, but not so good that we're gonna, you're going to talk about it and be like, oh, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> Dude, it's a scary trend. They're they're doing a it a bit. lot. Now, uh, obviously, like Luigi's Mansion, that was a fun ass game. Legend uh, of Zelda, Super Smash Brother, awesome. Breath of the Wild, great game. Oh, we so, did not even talk about the bullshit that was Super Smash Brothers in the news. What bullshit would there be now? Oh, the new characters. Yeah, who gives a shit? Their their eighth Fire Emblem sword character. Like pathetic. Like it's just yeah. like, hey, we made another character for you. Uh, it's just a reskin of like the other ones, but whatever. Uh, well, okay. It is and it isn't. So after talking with some of the guys at the office that are, that are doing all the poke or Pokemon that are doing all the Fire Emblem uh, like writing and everything, like all the curriculum for doing the esports stuff, um, she plays more like a pole arm. She, he, depending on which one of you, but obviously we all know you're going to play as the female version. Um, plays more as a pole arm as opposed to a sword. And even their sword is not a traditional sword because it is basically like Ivy's sword in Soul Calibur. So it doesn't play the same way as, as any of the other ones. And it actually has a longer reach than what you would have uh, than any of the other sword people. So they went in and they're like, all they kept showing off was the sword fight. And then they're like, oh yeah, and you get to use all these other weapons. But predominantly you're using the pole for almost everything that you do. Wow. That's, and that's not even a hardcore breakdown, but that is the hardest core breakdown that we're going to get of Super Smash Brothers on this podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I played that earlier in January. Pokemon was, it, it's meh. I have no desire to pick it back up, although Ronin keeps wanting me to pick it back up. I'm like, yeah. There's the allure. Mm-hmm. There's the appeal. Dad's so. tired. <laughs> Dad's tired. Or Dad's got to go play a game on the PS4 upstairs. <laughs> At which point, Dad's been playing games on the PS4 upstairs. Um, because new DLC has come out for Code Vein. Oh, that's right. I saw you download that. Except for one problem. I started a new game plus, and I can't get to the DLC until I go through the new game plus again. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Which kind of sucks. So I started going through that. Um, I will say, though, that I finally, I did finally get a chance to download the the free DLC pack that they had that came out in December. Um, And fuck me. When you haven't played that game for a few months and you're rusty as shit, do not jump in on that DLC. No, they'll, it, they'll it, own you. All it is is a, it's a trial tower, and fuck, it is brutally hard. Like, one of the guys can one-shot you. I'm at level 126, and, like, the very first guy that you fight, if he does the right move, he'll one-shot you. And he can do that move twice in a row, so you just die completely. And it's bullshit. Get good. <laughs> I got to get good. Yeah, I got. I was fucking rusty as shit. And then I decided to stream some of it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so rusty. Oh, my God, I suck. Oh, oh man, 
I've died so many times. And the best part is, so I sat there, and I even said this on the stream, I went through the first three levels and got to the rehash of the very first boss, and it was hard, and I, I got through to it multiple times. And then I died on the first fucking level 12 times. Amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. He kept one-shotting me. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> I never wanted to throw my controller harder, but not because the game sucked, but because I was sucking so bad at it <laughs> that I was so rusty. <laughs> but it's, I, I got to go back through and, and play more Code Vein um, to do that. Uh, I also started playing Warhammer Chaos Bane again. Chaos. <laughs> yes, Chaos Bane, as, yes. as Jason says. <clears throat> Uh, because new DLC also came out for that one uh, in December, and I totally missed it with all the December shenanigans and trying to like cram in like a bunch of games in December of of other ones that I needed to do. Um, but they're close to having. I think they're only like a month away from adding in a fifth character now that will be free, um, and they are doing. They're going to have their first round or their second round of paid DLC coming up soon too. I keep trying to get re-motivated to go back into that game, but I just keep getting distracted. But it is a good game. I will say, and I'm going to check and see right now if uh, this is up still, uh, because if what I bought is is still available for purchase, everybody needs to go out and do it. Because if, if you want some good D&D action, um, or not D&D, uh, Diablo action, I bought... Warhammer 40k Inquisitor Martyr the Imperium edition was on sale for $16 on on uh, the PlayStation 4 over the nice. weekend and it's still on sale right now. Those games are rough though, man. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, it's 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 40k Diablo style. The, the, this one it's a different one. This is one that I kept wanting to pick up but I just never had the time to pick it up. And I'm like for 16 bucks I'll do it. It's Diablo style with guns instead. Yeah, I know. I remember it. It's rough. I don't think you remember. I think you're thinking of a different one. Inquisitor, right? I think you're right? thinking of the... What? Inquisitor, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of the right one. I don't think you're thinking of the right one. I think you're thinking of the the Space Hulk ones and stuff like that. Space oh, Hulk space, Tactics. That was and really rough, yeah. All those ones. But no, I remember Diablo style, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It came out in August 2018. But hey, $16. And the $16 includes all that you get the entire uh, DLC pack as well, too. That's not bad. Well, let us know. Um, let us know. I will. I gotta play that one now. Fucking too. play yeah. it. I'm gonna. I, I just bought it Eric, on Sunday and downloaded it. Just play the game. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was playing Chaos Bane while I did Excuses, that. Eric. <laughs> Excuses, Eric. Excuses. <laughs> I like. I okay. Chaos Bane still plays extremely well. It it is a it is a good game. It mechanics are still are still top notch on it like it works extremely well i like it a lot so again if you're looking for another diablo style game that's a good one to pick up as well too and like i said they'll have they have a fifth character coming out soon that that will be a free add-on and then they've got their second paid dlc coming out soon as well which that's one of the nice things like they had like four dlcs for uh inquisitor martyr and there's, they're on track to do four or more for Chaos Bane, which is cool. Chaos. Chaos. Chaos Bane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris, you want to go next? Uh, sure. Uh, I've been moving, so I haven't played a lot. Um, but I did hop. Especially with that internet connection. Yeah, it's great. Because <laughs> um, if you don't know, I'm actually 
using the internet on my phone's hotspot right now because it's so great. That yeah, it's... we talked about that before re- before the the main part of the recording. Yeah, Chris chimed. Chris logged in for this Zoom, uh, and his his video and audio was so bad that we had to get him to make a hotspot for his phone, and that's working better. Yes. <laughs> Fuck me. So while I went through those issues, I did hop on uh, Forza Horizon 4 again, because that's always fun just to hop in and mess around and mess around with the livery editor and just do some races and run around and jump off shit. Nice. <laughs> um, and I did go and play some more Killer Queen Arcade. It's been a long time. Oh, that's right, because Cactus Clash, yep, that's Cactus right. Cactus Clash 3, got my swag on. Um, my team was a bunch of random, so we did not do very good. Um, but that's okay. I was able to get super drunk, which was awesome. And hang mm-hmm. out with a bunch of people from out of state I haven't seen for a while. Like our friends uh, jo- or Jeff and Tony. I really wish. That's that's one of the reasons why I kind of wish that I went there instead of like hanging out with the family on Saturday night. Was I could have seen Jeff and Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam, because she moved out of state too, yeah. didn't she? So she's in San Francisco and- now, but yeah, she was in town. Um, among some other people from San Francisco, some people from New York, Chicago, Portland, Seattle, L.A. Did they bring that shitty Malort? They did not this year. Oh, that's that's uh, so good. I'm so glad that they didn't. <laughs> that shit's so fucking it horrible. Is terrible. <laughs> so people go to Chicago and try Malort. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so did you guys make it out of the first round at all? Um, well, we played like a few rounds of. Like round robin style, and then you went to a double animation bracket, and did you win any games? No. Oh Jesus! Didn't we at least win one game last year? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But you know that's to be expected with the quality of players that are playing in this twenty-two player or twenty-two team tournament, um, and we're a comp- and you hadn't played Killer Queen since the last Cactus Clash. I think maybe once before that, but. <laughs> and everyone on the team is just a bunch of random people thrown together um, of various skill levels. So, Did Tony and Jeff bring down a squad from Seattle? They may have. Fuckers. <laughs> well, Fucking dickbags. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Anything else you played, though? Um, I think that's all about played, but I am downloading this new ish game that's an alpha that w- used to be called something else, but they changed the name and decided not to make an MMO called Torchlight. Is that the yeah. Torchlight? So it was Torchlight Frontiers, <laughs> I which I played a while ago. I was back. about to put that into the news, and I was like, eh, we don't need to put that into the news. And so they're like, <laughs> you know what? We're going to call it Torchlight 3, make it more traditional Diablo style. Um, so I got the alpha for that, so I'll be playing that this week. How long is it going to take to download that through the uh, internet connection at your house? <laughs> a while. <laughs> oh, man. We need, we need to get your wireless signal going. Yeah, it's better. bad. It's, bad. it's really bad. It's so bad. So bad. All right, Jason, what are you playing, dude? Oh, all right. Um, let's see. So I beat all the games I was trying to do uh, last time, and it was a lot of fun and all good stuff like that. So I finally decided that I would buy a game that I've really wanted, and I just haven't because I've been putting it off for whatever reason. Anthem. Uh, yeah, Anthem. And <laughs> well, I've he been, did buy that. I'm, but he I, bought that just to punish us. I did. I bought it to say fuck you. Guys. Mm. Anyway, um, no, Death Stranding. I uh, uh, finally picked mm. it up. 
and UPS the video game. I UPS the video game, and it is, it's a fucking experience, man. Like you all really need to just play it. Like, yes, it is UPS the video game. Uh, a big part of the game is delivering packages, um, and moving in traversing the terrain that's in front of you and building stuff to make it easier or harder and stuff like that. And pissing into the wind. Um, but Hideo does such a great job with his storytelling and pacing that the second it starts becoming <coughs> arduous, you're just like, all right, this is all this game is. I'll do one more and I'm done. That that's when things will change. It'll be a drastic whatever boss battle, the dynamic, the story will come in. And you'll just be like, oh shit, I'm pumped again to go back in it because now I have a new tool or something that I can do. So his pacing is just so spot on. And so I'm playing this and my wife's just like looking at it because the game's gorgeous. Like it's mm-hmm. absolutely stunning on how beautiful it is, both character models and uh, um, scenery. And uh, my wife's watching me play as I'm just like walking up a hill with my backpack filled to the nines. She's just like, what are you doing? I'm just like, well... I'm trying to get up this hill to go deliver this thing like about 300 meters away. I'll get there eventually, but I'm just taking my time to go slow go it. She goes, anyone going to attack you? And I'm like, not here. Like, I know where they're going to attack me, but it's not going to be here. She goes, so why is it enjoyable? I was like, that's a great question (laughs) because honestly, there's like on paper, (laughs) there's nothing here that sounds fun. But when you're doing it, it's totally different. And... I, it was hard for me to, like, really fathom because it kind of stuck with me. I'm just like, why am I caring? Like, why, what is the big deal? And I think I finally figured it out. And for me, I'm a hiker. I like to go hiking. I like to geocache and stuff like that. This game is that. Like, you're doing that. Like, that's the whole thing. It's just like, all right, I'm just going to go over this horizon, and then I'll be able to see what's going on next and whatever the next top stuff is. So it's to me, it's more of a hiking simulator than it is a UPS a package delivery simulator and the package stuff just adds on extra layers to like make sure that my hike isn't just me tumbling down the hill and doing all kinds of stuff like that (laughs) that you can do and um you know later on the game as you start getting more and more interactions with all the different tools and interactions with other players that are quote-unquote online it becomes way more of a community than it does to just be a single-player game and it's different and it sounds so vague and stupid but it's just because I don't want to say too much because it's it's truly an experience that you need to do from the boss battles to yeah there's battles to uh uh got a battle survival FedEx, to the so. you got a battle of FedEx you got to take it down to the streets <laughs> <laughs> and i mean it's just it's it's a completely different like aspect to what it was that it's it, it's enjoyable on how you move through it all and it gets pompous to get Hideo of course is always full of himself in in some capacity and you can get you can feel a little bit in some some aspects but it's easily a game like I said like I think the main part of it is just the pacing they do such a great job being like okay you know what I've done this little bit I've taken these packages back and forth three times I'm going to go to bed after this one. And it'd be like, surprise, motherfucker, boss battle. And you're just like, oh, shit. And you're going through all this stuff. And uh, it, it it just then pulls you right back on in. And you're just like, all right, that was epic. I'm ready to take this guy some, like, fertilizer for his bonsai trees now. And you can then walk it on down. Um, there's a whole lot more of a under underlying story and dynamic that's going on that I think 
like I still haven't beaten the game yet, so I think it's going to be something that's going to be unexpected for me, and I'm looking forward to that, and I'm enjoying it. I've already put in a good solid chunk of hours into it, so it's ebbing away my time and being enjoyable at the same time, and the amount of shooting and fighting you do is minimal at max. It's different. Nice. Yeah, it's fun. I enjoyed it a lot, so hopefully by next time I'll have it all, all wrapped up and done. Um Hideo games, Hideo Kojima games are notoriously hard to platinum, so we'll see if I uh, uh, have the patience to do all that, but either way, I'll have it beat by next time, and it's fun. Nice. Cool. Anything else? No, just been balls deep in that. Oh, well, I did play, like, because <coughs> uh, I was in Austin all last week, I did play a lot of, uh, like, uh, oh, I can talk about this, actually. This is a good point. So, um, years ago, before I bought a Switch, I borrowed Chris's Switch and played <laughs> Breath of the Wild. I played the fuck out of it. I did everything that I possibly could and all jazz like that. I treated it like I did to being a gamer, the obsessive, I want to do everything that I possibly can in a game before I'm done with it mentality. Um, now that I have my own Switch, I borrowed the game again from Eric, and I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to play it again just because it's a, it's a good time waster. But this time, I'm not going at it as a gamer. I'm going at it as, like, I'm going to go where the path takes me. I'm not going to, like, try to find, <coughs> excuse me, find the the secret entrance or anything That's like that. That's one of my favorite ways to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, oh, it's been way more enjoyable to just be like, I'll get there when I get there. Instead of just being like, explore. yeah, just, uh, I'm just going to go. Wherever the path needs to take or me, I'm going to walk. You do the uh, the dog method. I'm going on a... Ooh, squirrel. <laughs> well, the, the squirrel method is what busted me up last time because I'd be like, there's a temple wherever, or a uh, you know, challenge or whatever right over there. I'm going to get to it. And I would spend like a half hour climbing up whatever cliff face and stuff like that using all these potions and jazz. And then I'd find that there's a path just on the other side of the thing that I could have come up to super easy if I just kept going. Instead oh, no, of that's trying. not the squirrel method that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, the squirrel method is like you put the path of like, all right, I'm going to go to there, like on the other side, and I'm just going to start walking. And then I see it, and I'm like, oh, I can see that. I, I can get to that easy. Okay, I'll go do that instead. That's what I'm and then I'll go back, and I'm like, about. there's my waypoint. Okay, and I'll go back, and I'll start doing it again. And then I'll make a left instead because I saw something cool and I started following something around and then I kept going more and more to the left path and Yeah, that's what I did before. And, and I was like, I'm gonna beat everything that I come across that I find and see. This time I'm just like, Hey, I can see there's a temple right over there on my right, but I'm following this path right now. I'm just gonna kinda like do that. And then by the time I've done whatever I'm following on, I'm just like, Oh, this now ended me right at this temple that I saw a half hour ago and I didn't have to like fight to get to it. All right, I'm just gonna go to it now. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm being way more relaxed, I guess, in, in my play style and instead of good being so gung-ho about like, hey, I'm going to do it all right now. Well, and I'm saying like mine was very much a relaxed thing. I was, like, I was going through and I was like, oh, I'm walking right past this one. I can get to it rather than like, oh, I have to climb up that mountain. Right. I don't want to do that. Exactly. Like I wasn't doing that. That's what I was trying doing. to do. The, yeah. For me, it was more of a like. Yeah, I'll hit that one later. When I when I want to keep going. When I want to beat a game and I want to beat a game with as much vigor as possible that I've like I've done everything. It's like I'm on cocaine. Just like I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna climb this mountain. I'm gonna be the fucking best Jason at it. Knows what it's like to be on yes. cocaine. Meanwhile, right now I'm handling it as if I'm on weed. I'm just like whatever. I'll get there when I Jason get there. Jason knows what it's like to be on weed. I don't <laughs> actually for either thing, but it's okay because <laughs> we're all playing Zelda. And I'm roasting up that good herb cooking <laughs> <laughs> that 
that Hyrulean <laughs> herb or whatever it's called. Man, uh, one of the best memes that I saw that popped up, and it's an older one though. It's Gordon Ramsay uh, judging Link's cooking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dubious <laughs> that food or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that one was a good one. And then I played Darkest Dungeon on my Vita. <coughs> Same thing, just to fuck around. Just such a good nice. game. It's a great game, and I would buy it again on my Switch. But I'm just like, I already paid fifteen, twenty dollars for this on my Vita. I really don't feel like paying fifteen, twenty dollars again just to have it on the another portable console. How much is it on the Switch? I think it's on sale right now for fifteen bucks. Not not too bad. If you haven't played it before, it's super fun. It's different. It's rogue style, uh, turn based RPG. Super fun. Darkest dungeon. There it is. Hang on, I'm pulling it up so it'll give me a price off the Nintendo website. Fourteen ninety nine. That's not too bad. No, it's not bad at all, but I didn't feel like doubling down. Yeah. Oh, this is that one that I tried to that I went to purchase while I was at your house and then like for some reason my my app didn't go through. Oh, that's never, right. You were drunk I never as completely fuck finished and it. you went to yeah. buy it. I thought you did buy it. That's that's right. I thought I did too, and then I went through, and I'm like, "Oh no, it like it didn't process through or something like that." They were still sitting in my cart, even though I hit buy. That's so fine. maybe I'll buy this on my Switch. It's a good game. It's, Who knows? It's entertaining. Anyway, that's it. Super fun. Sweet. Nice. All right. So that means it's time for wait for the bargain bin. Wait, 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 wait for what? 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 It's a fucking bargain, bargain, bargain bin. <laughs> Yeah, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have uh, stuttered that one, Chris. You should have just <laughs> done that one straight. Like he did all the studies. Wait, 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 wait. That stuff. And then he's like, bargain bin. Wait for the bargain bin. The bargain bin. The bargain bin. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me! I need to make some. Theme you need to make music. some fucking theme music, Eric. <laughs> I might make some theme music just so I can cut all that out. Thank God. <laughs> okay. Um, we have now gone past the doldrums of bullshit it, that is January. And there are a lot more games coming out in rapid succession in the coming months. Wait, Eric. Which is nice. Explain what we're doing with Wait for the Bargain Bin. I was about to. But wait, Eric. Do it now. I, I was about but to. But wait, Eric. Let me use my segment. <laughs> Let me use my segment, okay? <laughs> I can do what I want. Okay, so there are mo- there are a bunch of games coming out in rapid succession. However, not all of them are good games. And not all of them are games that you should be buying at full price. Which is why we have Wait for the Bargain Bin. Yay. Eric, Yay. what does it mean? But wait. All right, I'm sorry. I'm I'm fucking, I'm, but wait, there's more. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Yay. All right. So... Starting off in, I'm just going to do these in order of date. These? How many uh, do you have? Dude, there's a lot coming out in the next couple of weeks, man. And like, there's a lot coming out in the next couple of weeks. And we go with two-week segments, right? Yes, two-week segments till our next podcast. All right, so first one coming out tomorrow, February 4th. So we record on Mondays. It's coming out on Tuesday, February 4th. Life is Strange to the complete season. One, if you have not played Life is Strange 2 already, do not buy this game at all because probably in about six months you're going to be able to get it free from playstation plus <laughs> that's a good don't, that's a good point yeah, buy it. They, they give away <laughs> their turn not turn base what their um point and click uh yeah. games pretty regularly lots of people like these games um i'm not going to say that they're bad games 
but don't spend money on it if you don't have to. Storyline is great. If you want to have that storyline, if you're like hardcore on uh, Life is Strange 1, then maybe, but you probably already bought the chapters individually, if you, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But if you haven't, wait for the bargain bin. Yeah, wait a-, a little bit longer, everybody. You'll get it for free eventually. Uh, <laughs> they did the same thing with Life is Strange 1. Uh, I think they even did the same thing with the other one with the that weird autistic kid. You know what I'm talking about. I thought um, that was... Like, oh, yeah, it was like Jimmy's Game or whatever. Yeah. It was whatever it was. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. We all know what I'm talking about. Number two... That Jason, I think, tried to shoehorn this in with another one, or he just tried to shoehorn it in in general just because he really does not want to see this game succeed at all. Um, and I'm pretty certain that this is going to be another way for the bargain bin coming out on the exact same day the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics. <laughs> yep. Here's the thing PlayStation 4 and Xbox, you'll probably be able to find it on sale. Switch, not so much. Most of the time, it takes forever for some of those games to come out as a discounted price on the Switch. Now, you might find it on the Switch because they do the sale on the PS4 and the Xbox, but I wouldn't hold my breath. Buy this on the PS4 or Xbox when it goes on sale, but do not buy it right away. If tactics games are your jam, they're very few and far between, so maybe you want to pick this up, but if not, just kind of chill on it for a little bit. Yeah, yeah the, the thing that jumps out to me is like, I don't even, I forgot that game even came out. I thought it came out months ago I with yes. the, the movie or whatever that they made on Netflix. With the, the Netflix show? Yeah. Yeah, no, it did not. It was actually supposed to, if I remember right, and it got delayed. Well, they fucked themselves in the foot, so. All right, so I'm going to do one more that is a guaranteed wait for the bargain. Bin. All right, I'm excited. And then there's one that's kind of half, half in, and then I've got... Uh, did I have one? No, I, I I don't have one that's half, and I got one that I think is not a wait for the bargain bin. No, two that aren't wait for the bargain bin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. The other one that we have, um, and I did not talk about this earlier because this was on the news, but I didn't want to start talking about my thoughts on this game, and Jason's going to have some thoughts on this game as well. But in the news segment, we skipped over... The fact that somebody in Dreams has made Last of Us 2, and it basically looks like a PS1 version of The Last of Us 2 made in Dreams. And Dreams comes out February 14th on Valentine's Day. It is Media Molecule's love song to the gaming community. It is also a game that you do not want to pay full price for. Dude, I... Yeah. I'm, I really... I'm really having a hard time finding the market that's interested in paying to do work. The market for that um, is actually the same market that is going to play the games that are made through that. It is a very, very small niche market of weirdos. I mean, it's been fun, like on Reddit and stuff like that, being like, hey, look at all the cool shit you can do in in Dreams and Jazz. It was like, that's cool and all, but... It seems like an even less fun version of Little Big Planet. Well, I mean, yeah. I think <clears throat> I think the idea is that like for people like us who aren't artistically inclined or looking to make games can buy dreams and then play infinite amount of uh, games, right? Like they don't have to be carbon copies of other games. People will make other games that are kind of fun. Just yeah. like Little Big Planet back in the day being like, "Hey, this is new and fun and different. I can play this silly game and be able to do whatever." But with all of these, you get to a point of tedium, both in both playing or creating. I mean, Mario Maker runs into this problem all the time, too. But, you know, Mario Maker is simplified, so it's easier to wrap your hand around. 
maybe you were just too old to understand what's going on with uh I don't think I was dreams. too old for Little Big Planet as no, well no, no, though. And Little Big Planet little, I little, I was Little Big Planet was still 2D. Like that way we got that and that was fine and it just it kind of had its time. But Dreams, yeah, Dreams have having a hard time being like this is the game that you need to yeah. buy. I can't tell what it is is the problem. It's just a platform for you to build games and whatever you but, want. And, and that's I think the biggest issue is it's not specific types of games. Like Little Big Planet at least it was platforming, and then you could you could mix in and kind of do some extra stuff with it, but it was predominantly a platforming system. Right. This one is literally like almost anything. Whatever you want. Whatever, which whatever you can dream sounds of. sounds awesome on paper. It sounds awesome on paper, but then the problem is it's like, well, what the fuck are you going to get? Or how, how much do you have to learn to play this game? Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, there's tons of creative people out there. Like, you look at any... Um, Minecraft server or the people that build like just the most crazy shit in Far Cry 5 still like it's just like there's a lot of stuff and people with creativity able to be out there and creating stuff I'm just curious of how far you can push them until they're just like this is a fucking job like Mm -hmm. if 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 it takes them like six months at 80 hours a, a week to put out something that's super fun and they're like oh man I'm so glad I created this and then they look back at it and be like, but I got nothing out of it except for like no, they, three likes. They wouldn't, uh, those people wouldn't do that though. If you're going to put that much time in, that's that whole labor of love thing to where you're like, it was just enjoyable doing it. I guess. Mm-hmm. That, and that's what you're that's, looking for. So if you're part of the labor of love type people, here's your labor. Here's here's your bucket of sand you can fill up. <laughs> okay. So moving on to, okay, this one might be a wait for the bargain bin, but it's only for the right person that is wait for the bargain bin, or it's a not not wait for the bargain bin for the right person. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. So it's just another 2D fighting yeah. game. It's another 2D fighting game in made by Arc System Works, the same people that made you know how to make uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, yeah. Blast Blue, all that. If you like fighting games, this is not a wait for the bargain bin. This is a very solid really no, well like built anime fighting, game. fighting games this yes. is not a wait for the bargain bin but no it play wise it was a really good fighting game good. so if you like 2d fighters it was a really good fighting game in general anime wise like it, having it be grand blue is definitely a, a draw on that aspect but it mechanically played really well it was good i it beautiful if, too and if you if there was no anime that was made for it like if you if you had no idea that there was an anime that went with this you could play this game and still thoroughly enjoy it. Sure. If you like 2D fighters. But I think that's where a lot of it goes down to. So I agree with your wait for the bargain bin because unless you are, this is the game you've been waiting for, I don't think that there's enough here that, like most people are going to be like, I don't even know what Grand Blue is. And you'll be like, great, $20 game for you then. <laughs> yeah. But even even so, I mean, it's, it's a very solid fighting game. So if you don't know what Grand Blue is, but you really like 2D fighters, this is a good game to pick up. Just Especially if you know Arc System Works and a lot of the stuff that they've been doing. Uh, but Grand Blue is a, is a really interesting anime set. And it was one of the... We've talked about it multiple times as far as the way that they made the anime um, kind of started... It started a new trend of revolutionizing the way that anime is paid for. <laughs> Which was really cool because this was one of the ones where they made the mobile game that then funded the anime. Right. Um, and that they were one of the ones that pioneered that platform because a lot of times anime are made to where it's people are paid shit wages to do the animation and draw and create the entire thing. And they make 
little next to nothing and they work themselves sick. Whereas in this case, they made enough money off of the games to start be able to make the, the anime, which is now in its second season. Um, and they're able to pay animators a good living wage to do the work. They get better quality of work of what they're, of what they're actually working with. And everybody that works for them has a better quality of life than traditional oh, anime, God. Oh, yeah. animation people. So, so oh, wasn't me. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that too, because he was going on and on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put this conversation away for the Brian Ben. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> barely went on but it is it is it is something that's good um the next one that is definitely not wait for the bargain bin all right i was gonna ask what are you looking forward to for the next two weeks darksiders genesis is finally coming yay out more diablo style games more diablo style diablo so, so hot. hot right now so hot. but we played this game at e3 and it was fucking awesome i had a lot mm-hmm. of fun with it yeah so i cannot wait for this game to finally come out on Valentine's Day. Oh, that's gonna I'm go pretty well. sure I'm not gonna be able to play this game. <laughs> Is this game coming out on right the Switch too? Yeah, I think so. yeah, it's coming out on the Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch oh, on Valentine's that's Day. That's interesting. Cool game. Yeah. Uh, the Darksiders universe is one of my favorite, and you know, I, I don't think they've gotten the love that they've deserved. But if they can pull a half decent Diablo game out of their ass with this, I'll be super happy. If they made Darksiders 3 instead of Darksiders 2, they probably would have got more love. Because the original Darksiders was very lauded. Uh, critics loved it. Like, everyone thought that it was a great game. And then they made, like, the atypical rocker dude yeah. <laughs> for Darksiders 2, which was the Grim Reaper version, or Death. And he just looked like every other metalhead from Norway. <laughs> So, all right, but so that's what I think you shouldn't buy and what I think you should buy. Darksiders Genesis. Pick it up, people. I like it. That's a yep. good list, Get Eric. Ready. I can I can fight for any of that stuff right there. But you see what I was saying? Like, there's so many other games on here that I'm, I just like, look at and I'm like, I don't even know about this game. Or there's AO, AO Tennis 2. I'm pretty sure that if you like tennis, you're going to pick that Dude, up. Dude, fuck off. Like tennis, I don't think we should even, it. like, bother with sports games because that's what well, they all are. There are between... Now and February fourteenth. Like if you if you bought Madden games just literally like the next year, you would save ninety nine percent on your. There's game. sixteen games coming out between today and the eighteenth. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. And that's that's just <laughs> that's like major. Like, that's just major games. Not even like other stuff. So th- there's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> Good. That's why I said like you're getting rapid succession as far as games go within this time period. Now there's there's definitely a lot more coming out. Good. All right. So on that note, thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Uh, please make sure to like and subscribe and share us in all the places. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, I Beat It First Com, Twitter, I Beat It First, Instagram, I Beat It First, Tumblr, I Beat It First, Chris's Grinder account is I Beat It First, which takes on a whole new meaning on that one. <laughs> um, but also listen to our sister podcast, uh, which is Cutscene. You can find that and end this one. Send it all to all your friends. Just send them ibiff.co and they can find us wherever it is that they find podcasts. Uh, we will be finishing up Cabinary of the Iron Fortress in the next two weeks. Thank God. 
Um, and we're going to move on to another anime, which is unannounced yet. Uh, but definitely give us a listen. Uh, rate, like, review, subscribe, do all the things on your podcasting platform. And then if you want to, please tell us why we're wrong for our Wait for the Bargain Bin or anything you want to do. You can email us anything at ibeatitfirst.com. Chris, Jason, Eric, anything at I Beat It First. We'll be happy to hear Fuck from you. Fuck you at I Beat It First. Fuck yeah. you at I Beat It First. Do it. Fucking do it. I dare you at I Beat It First.com. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, see you guys in two weeks. Yay. Yay. Bye.